Welcome back to another episode of The Hostel. I'm your host, Sean, and with me is your co-host, Logan Crum. That's me. How you doing today, Logan? Uh, it's been really busy, and uh, I'm feeling that a little bit. I'm a little hoarse, a little out of it, but it's good to be back on the show yeah. talking about... <laughs> well, I was going to say talking about fun stuff, but... uh, Yeah, so the topic we're going to talk about today is not so fun. We're going to talk about COVID-19. Logan, did you ever actually get covid um, I did. I have one of those stories here. Let me shut the store. Um, yeah. So I have one of those stories that you hear a lot where I was traveling, not abroad. Um, but I was in a different state on vacation and, um, I got really sick <clears throat> and this was like before COVID was public knowledge. So, I was really sick. This was in January, I want to say. January, like two months before COVID really hit the scene. Um, And I was really sick, yada, yada, got better. It was awful. Um, And I was like, man, that was a horrible flu I just had. Well, then cut to like a month or two later, still prior to COVID, I got really, really sick again. And I was like, what's going on? <clears throat> and I went to the doctor and they were like, oh, you have the flu. Um, and Kim and I, mm-hmm. Kim and I both got it and it was horrible. It was like the worst flu ever. So then fast forward, everyone knows about COVID. It's all coming out and everything. And, um, and I was like, Hey, I got like almost like a flu like sickness. And then like a month later got what I got tested for was the flu and it came back positive. Mm. So I was, I, you know, I've always thought that I kind of got COVID real early and, and I've had it since. Yeah. It was kind of the same thing as me. I, I got super sick when COVID first started mm-hmm. when it was kind of like just coming out in the news that it was in the United States. And this was before they even had COVID tests. Yeah. I remember. And it kind of happened to a lot of people. I remember man, it was like most of the people I knew got sick. And I remember that they said that it was a like, quote unquote, really bad flu season. Mm -hmm. I remember that that's what they said, but I never got tested for the flu. I think I had gotten my flu shot. And then, yeah, that happened. And then after that had happened and I was, I I didn't even consider that it might've been COVID at the time, but this was like after I had done my spring break trip. So it was March. And I kind of considered that was like, oh yeah, I just picked something up when I was over there. It wasn't, you know, I didn't consider even the possibility that it could have been COVID, but now that I think about it probably was. I, I would imagine there's a good chance for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you travel at all during COVID? Um, no. So for the initial outbreak, I guess, I, again, it's unclear to me when the real first initial mm. outbreak was, but um, we all knew about it and everything locked down. So I'll say that lockdown happens. <clears throat> um, and I went from Athens, like my college house to my parents' house up north in like central Ohio. And we all just like moved in together. So I brought Kim with me and we moved in with my dad and my stepmom and my brother and my dog. <laughs> um, cause they were like, you know, we have a big freezer and, um, they probably had like a horde of food. 
Um, and as a lot of a lot of people did, like they went and bought a bunch of stuff like to fill their freezer and pantry. So I was very fortunate mm-hmm. in that sense to have uh, that as a fallback. Um, and then yeah. we were pretty we were pretty good <laughs> about like not doing stuff um, once it broke out. Not that there was yeah. much to do for a minute, but yeah. Yeah, for a while you couldn't do anything or go anywhere. Yeah. I ended up living in a home. I was I was in Parkersburg for a while, but most people graduated that I knew in spring of 2020. Yeah. But I didn't graduate until like December of 2020. Same. So I ended up actually Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, I ended up moving back to Athens in the fall and I was I finished mine there. And I remember when they first closed it down or at the end of, at the end of 2020, they started coming out with the vaccines, right? Mm. It was right around the end. And so they started like kind of opening things back up in the U S and it was kind of interesting. That was like, that was kind of like the turning point that I remember of who was doing really well with COVID and like who started like, you know, really dropping the ball with COVID. Mm. I know that like in the U S different States were having different regulations about who could open and who could do what. I remember West Virginia was a little bit more relaxed. Ohio was actually a little bit more relaxed and they kind of did like a rubber, they were like rubber banding, like, like everything's open. And so everybody stopped caring. I, um, I went to the beach like I went and stayed stayed at an Airbnb in the beginning of 2021. And I remember everyone there was kind of like acting like it wasn't a thing. Yeah. But then you drive through different other states and then like, it's like, you can't go anywhere. You can't go in anywhere without wearing a mask. You can't go anywhere. Different stores are closed. And then depending on like what town you would go to, mm-hmm. they had different places open. I remember the first restaurant that I went to for over a year was in Virginia and it was like at the beach and it was a bunch of like old, like older, like, you know, it was like a, yeah, it was like a bunch of older people Yeah, and it was, um, it's kind of weird. And then I think, I mean, I remember catching some flack from it from a few of my friends because I had like gone out, yeah to like a restaurant i mean that's fair i think but it is i understand like um so my i want to say my family was had moved to my dad had moved to florida by that time and dude it was like two different worlds because i was also back in athens and athens as you know was very strict like there was ohio and it was somewhat open and then athens was like no like um, like I, I worked at a, a brewery there and I was kind of the, I say the mask police, um, a sort of like mm-hmm. acting as a host, but mainly I was just sanitizing and, um, sanitizing everything and making sure people abided by our mask rules and whatnot. And, um, then, yeah, I would, if I like went to visit my family, then it was like, this there was this uncomfortable feeling where it was like okay this is a totally different world and nobody here cares yeah. um, i mean it's florida yeah <laughs> yeah 
it was either there was really no in between from what I what I remember. It was either people were were completely over it or they completely did not care mm-hmm. or it was like being like very, very cautious. Yeah. And I think that that kind of um, I remember it. Do you remember at that time how it was almost like a competition where they would have like charts and graphs of the entire globe. Oh my God. Yeah. Of who was like, who was like red and who was like green. Yeah. Who was like doing really, who was handling COVID really well and who like wasn't handling COVID really well. I remember specifically Italy did really bad. Like they had a lot of people die from COVID because of their regulations. They didn't, that were kind of like non existent. Hmm. I remember. I think, you know, yeah, Florida did really bad. I know LA, I know California did really bad, which is kind of surprising. You remember? I mean, it was like <laughs> LA was like yeah. the wor- one of the worst places to be. And New York was one of the worst places to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, New York is kind of understanding, but they're both I was a little dense. shocked about California. I'll say they're, they're like densely populated. And I, I do remember mm-hmm. like <laughs> being chronically online as I am. I remember like, um, YouTubers and, um, like just influencers catching a lot of crap for like partying all the time. Big house parties. Yeah. yeah I remember and that. And like, there was like YouTuber slash influencer, super spreader events, which was, <laughs> yeah, I remember it was that. a big deal. Like people would like, you know, chastise them online, like call them out. Um, and yeah, I remember like looking at the charts as well. And, um, I also remember, uh, did you have, did you have a job in Athens? Like when it broke out? No, I didn't. Okay. Well, I remember like the day I have like this core memory of when I got laid off. Cause like, it was like rumors about a virus. Like it was just like, it was like yeah, whispers. Yeah. And then one day I was working, I was like, uh, I was like, a a chef <laughs> and, uh, like a food cart chef <laughs> at this brewery and they, they eventually hired me back and everything and they hired everyone back. But like, I remember my manager came out and she was super flustered and she said, we're going to have to let you go. And I was like, okay, are we like closing down for a couple weeks? Like I've heard about this virus and she's like, it's indefinite. Like we have to like, we have to let, we're letting everyone go. We're closing. And I was like, whoa. And it was, and that was like when it really became real because I was like, yeah, I started to think about things like, what's it like overseas? Like, cause I know, I think at that time Mm -hmm. I had known it was like coming from China supposedly. And like, and Mm -hmm. I like, you know, I started thinking about how are other countries doing? I mean, is it like this everywhere? Is this just Athens? Like what's going on? And it kind of hit me. I was like, whoa, what if like my brain went a little bit like Hollywood and I was like, what if this is like the, there was that movie that came out. Yeah. (laughs) What if this is it, man? (laughs) Like this dumb virus, like is the, that's what does it to us, to humanity. That's what ends it all. I mean, man, I remember it was kind of, I mean, even though it wasn't the quote unquote end of humanity, it's kind of crazy that it's the most significant thing historically that's happened in our lifetime. And I remember like at the time that it was happening, you were like totally aware of it. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about it. They were like, this is the biggest thing. <laughs> like, nothing like this has ever happened before since like this many years ago or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, and I remember it was, um, yeah, it started in the West coast, I think is where it really started to break out. Mm. And so when it first started for me, I like, so I, I like had it, it, it like was really bad timing for me. Mm. Um, so yeah, my, uh, so like March 1st is like the day my mom died. And then a few days later we had her funeral. And so this, I mean, if you know, like the timeline of what happened with COVID, uh, so it was like a few days later that we had her funeral and then I had been planning on going to do spring break with my buddy Ramsey mm-hmm. and we had, we already had the tickets. We had everything booked way in advance and, um, we had the Airbnb that we were going to stay at and I wasn't going to go. Like I had already decided like, because of that, this was like, even before COVID, I was like, I'm not going anymore. Like, I just don't, I don't even want to. And I remember my like dad talked me into it. He was like, you should go, you should be with your friend. You should go like, you know, don't skip out on it. Go to LA, like have your trip, Mm -hmm. whatever. And so I don't remember exactly what day it was that we left, but we flew out to LA and we had been there for probably three or four days before we even heard a rumor. How long was the was, trip supposed to be? It was supposed to be, I think, a full week. Okay. Sorry. It was like it was at least it was at least six days, I'd say. Okay. It was so it was two weekends. I remember it was two weekends. So it had to have been like eight or nine days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was a pretty long trip. And we went there and it was uh and what we did was we rented a car and we were reading about it like on the news and everything. I mean, as as we left, like the funeral was one day and like the day we left was like maybe two or three days later. And as we were like in the airport getting ready to go on the flight, we were hearing about COVID like just happened in America. Like the first person got COVID in America. So we were like, like, what the hell? And so we, and it was in LA. And so we ended up flying anyway, whatever. And uh, got my car and we didn't really think about it that much. And we took a day trip to Vegas a few days in. And this was when like it was, it had been picking up a little bit yeah. as we were there. And we went to Vegas and we stayed there spontaneously, like for a night. And I remember there was supposed to be this big DJ that was going to be at this, like, I think it was the Rio or something like that on like the rooftop, <laughs> you know, beach, beach club, whatever. Yeah. And it there was this big DJ that was supposed to be there and he canceled because of COVID. And that was like the first time I was like, Oh, like they're, they're really going to cancel it because of this. Yeah. You're kind of like, Oh, come on. You know, like what's, what's the protocol? Like we'd have no frame of reference for this, but yeah, go on, go on. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But (laughs) exactly. And so they, so he canceled, they had another DJ. It was great. We had a great time. Nice. And the night, the day after that, 
they shut the entire strip down. So like that was the last night that they had done anything in Vegas that it was like, everything was like quote unquote open. Whoa. And the next day everything was shut down completely. And we were kind of like freaked, freaked out a little bit. It was really weird. Everybody was like kind of panicky. And so we got in the car and we were on our way back driving from Vegas to LA and Ramsey was on his phone and I remember it was thunderstorming really bad. It was like pouring down the rain and we ended up, it was raining. So it was like storming so bad that we had to pull over on the side of the road. And as we were pulled over on the side of the road, we were like, we got the the email that said that school had been like completely shut down. Yeah. Wow, man. And we got back and everything was closed down and we flew back home. And then, yeah, everything since then has just been like, it was like this one big, crazy sort of throw it all away night followed by, I mean, how long was it? So, yeah. Jeez, dude. And then I, then I ended up moving back home to Parkersburg until, uh, the fall. <laughs> that is so crazy. I feel like for you, it was like this yeah. ex- like dramatic explosion. Like there was like a, a like a hole in time space or something or like, <laughs> and for mm-hmm. me, it was just a, it was this kind of a sneaky kind of slow, quiet wave. Where it was like rumors and then yeah. you're laid off. Maybe you'll be back in a month. And then all of a sudden I'm with my folks and wow, man, that's, you had a, you had a, an end of the world party, uh, unknowingly. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, I think that's kind of how we saw it. It was kind of nice. I mean, I guess it was kind of nice to go out with a bang. And, um, at the time it seemed like really bad timing. Yeah. But the more I think about it, you know, like, I don't want to say it happened at a, at the right time, but looking at it from the other side of the coin, I thought initially like, wow, this is really going to happen right after all of this. Yeah. But I mean, I know people that have had family die Mm -hmm. during the pandemic and they didn't get to have a funeral. And I was, wow. Had it happened a week later, then we wouldn't like, I, we literally would not have had to have a funeral for my mom. So I didn't even think about that, man. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you got to, um, to have the funeral and I'm glad you got to have your trip, uh, you know, to like kick off the, the process of, of handling <laughs> that, man. I'm sure like yeah. if you, if we gone straight into COVID the next day, I'm sure that would have been really rough too. Um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't very healthy. I think, you know, there was a lot of drinking and a lot of, um, stupidity. Sure. I I can imagine definitely didn't handle it super well, you know, man, like the following few months, but you know, we're here. Yeah. That's, it's a process, man. I mean, yeah. Grief is, is crazy. And I, I think there's, maybe I'm not the best person, but there's definitely room for some craziness and grief. Um, I agree. Yeah. Did you, uh, but, did you have any other plans that were sort of, you know, had to be shut down because of the pandemic? My graduation was one of them. I think, you know, I, I blame my uh, counselors for that. Well, not my counselors. What do you call them? Guidance counselor. 
Yeah. The person who you uh, help schedule things. Oh, your advisor. My advisor. Yeah. My academic advisor. So I, I was told in 2019 that had I done X, Y, Z and taken these classes, then I could graduate on time in May. But then, you know, I ended up not being able to graduate until the fall. Actually, no, that was, I mean, either way it would have been screwed because nobody who graduated in May actually ended up getting one. Yeah. Like they didn't even end up getting their own graduation. They they did one, I think, the next year, but I think it was like a, it was kind of a, yeah. I mean, I wasn't there, but I don't think it was like as, (laughs) it was delayed by a year or whatever. So it it obviously wasn't the same. I remember they sent out like a video graduation. (laughs) It was like a slideshow, I think, is what they gave us. Yeah. No, they didn't. I remember it was super weird. I wasn't like talking to my professors a bunch. Before COVID, I was like in our department like every day, you know, through the week. And I was, I had like one on ones with my professors all the time. And I worked really closely with, with a lot of them. And then, um, yeah, COVID wrecked everything in a lot of ways. And I remember specifically it wrecked graduation for me because I wasn't like in contact with anybody, any of my faculty. And so I like didn't get to talk to them about graduating, which felt really weird. It was like, I've been working with these people for four years. And then all of a sudden it's like, um, someone sent me like a Snapchat of my name on a slideshow, like Logan Crumb congrats and i was like i I guess i graduated like but you know it's it was it felt i didn't um i didn't lose much during covid people lost a whole lot and had a whole like horrible experiences um i didn't lose much but i did lose that and like you know i i count my blessings for sure uh, but it was a bummer. Hey man, it was a you, bummer. Can't, you can't belittle not having that. I mean, that's a huge bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I know you, cause you I know it was, it, it was a big deal for me to have a, yeah, it was a huge deal for me to have the graduation. I mean, I transferred schools. I did, I did, I think in total, you know, almost like, yeah, six years of college, two degrees, um, you know, going through everything. Yeah. That, you know, had gone, you know, and just in college in general, it was a huge bummer. And then you got it. And then I got mine in the mail, like, like three months later. And not only that, man, but, uh, like this, I mean the, the ritual or like the ceremony is really great closure Mm -hmm. and it's, it's like, you feel like you've earned it and it's a big deal, obviously. Yeah. But like also people that graduated sort of in our cohort or who graduated in the spring, um, like you graduated and normally people are rolling into work <laughs> and like people's careers yeah. were interrupted. Like it was weird, man. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really weird. That's, that's a really good point. I mean, you go into, you graduated into a world that's shut down. Yep. There's no jobs to be had. Yeah. So everybody just moves home and then you feel like you lost. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I literally lost over a year of time. And I, I'm not even going to lie. I feel like I'm just now starting to get to the point where I'm getting this time back. And I graduated when I was what, like 23. Yeah. 
and now I'm going on 27 Yeah, and I feel like I'm starting where I should have started when I was 23. Yeah. I think I, a lot, I mean, everybody did sort of get, I don't want to say lazy, but everybody slowed down. Everybody slowed down. I mean, so yeah. everyone definitely experienced. Everyone got depressed. Yeah. Yeah. There was like weird, almost like seasonal affective disorder, like, or yeah, just depression in general, like brought on by it. And, and, uh, everyone's, everyone had their careers halted, their academic careers or professional, whatever. Um, I mean, a lot of people got stuck. Uh, we just heard Tony's story last week. <laughs> I mean, right. he didn't get stuck in China, thankfully, but like, uh, he was able to get home, but like, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how, I mean, it's a pandemic. It's the whole world. It's like, <laughs> It was such a crazy time, man. You know, what's crazy is some of the friends that we had in Austria. I mean, it was late 2021. And I mean, even last year, even in 2022, I think early in the year when I was out on a ski trip or something like that, I think it was, I mean, yeah, we went skiing for New Year's or something like that. And Dora, our friend in Vienna, she, you know, there was, there was nothing for her still. I mean, it was completely shut down still and it had been years. And I actually kind of had a little bit of a taste of that. We went to a trip. Oh man, when was it? Was it 2022? It was like, oh man, I think it was the end of 2021. Maybe I need to remember when it was, it was I can't remember when I went to the UK. It was 2021. I think it was the end of 2021. Mm. And I ended up actually going to the UK for a trip. And I mean, I guess it had been, it had been a year and a half, almost two years at that point. It might've been 2022. I think it, I think it was actually 2022. Sorry. But anyways, we went on a trip to the UK and it was crazy. We had to get those. We had to get so like, like the blood, I mean like the, the, the two day test, we had to get verified with a two day test and then like a, like a, um, an immediate test Mm -hmm. right before we got on the plane. And then after we got on the plane, we had to take another test in London and then we were going to go to France, but to go to France, you had to get another two day test Mm. and you had to wait for that. And they were expensive, man. I mean, we paid like $150 for them. Yeah. I remember that. That was, I mean, I don't even know. I I, see. I'm not even a hundred percent confident that it's, it's completely back together. I mean, we're sort of used to it here in, in Ohio. I mean, I just went to the doctor today or yesterday and I had to wear a mask, but other than that, it's kind of hard to tell it was ever even a thing here. Yeah. But I can imagine in Europe there's, it's a lot stronger. Yeah, I'm sure. I know. Um, God, I think this was also, uh, I want to say 
this was also 2022. My friend Thomas went to Korea um, to do some geology research. And he, he had been like looking forward to that trip and everything. And I think it was, it was like a bummer for a large part because he arrived and I think he had to spend like a week in a hotel room, like couldn't leave. Like it was like, yeah, yeah. We had to do that too. (laughs) And it's like, man. And, uh, and they came to check in on you. Yeah. Like they will come to your hotel room and make sure you're there. And if you're not there, they, Oh man, like they'll, I can't remember what they do, but I think they say that they'll check on you again. And if you're not there, then they're going to like extradite you or whatever. Wow. Kick you out. Serious business. I remember business. that because my dad went through the exact same thing. Yeah. And then another thing too was that it was kind of like it was in the States where we went to Scotland and Scotland was incredibly like safe about it. So anytime you went into a restaurant in Scotland, you had to have this app that was like check in Scotland or something like that. And every single place you went to before you walked in the door, you had to check in on your phone to show that you were there. And then that's smart. It would tell you. Yeah. So that they knew like they would contact you. And you had to have your, if you, if there was all your information and, Yeah. And they could track you based on, you know, where you were in case somebody like infected somebody, they knew where they'd been, et cetera, et cetera. That's a really smart thing. And, and everywhere you went, you had to have a mask. And then we went to York in England, which is not far away from the border of Scotland. And I remember we went into like a bar or something and, uh, there was a bouncer and I had my mask on and I was ready. And the guy's like, where are you? And I was like, oh, like, what do you mean? He's like, are you in Scotland? <laughs> and I was like, no. And he's like, then wh- what's with the mask? And I was like, oh, shit, man. Okay. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> he basically like, made fun of me for wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. So it was There's a lot of that. Strange. There's a lot of that um, here in the States as well. Like ton of it yeah. <laughs> i remember uh it was just it was just kind of crazy to see it oh over there. yeah i'm sure uh i i know like we were going on a ski trip in 2021 me and some some buddies out to uh uh big sky and uh when we like we let athens was still i mean you know it was very strict still and as soon as we got out of athens like and then um god we stopped somewhere like we stopped in like Indiana and one of the friends with me, he was like, he's like, Oh, there's not even like signs for like to wear a mask or something. And, uh, Thomas Korea, same guy. He was like, yeah, this is God's country. (laughs) Like you're not going to see any (laughs) mask signs out here, boy. (laughs) And I was like, man, so true. Like, you know, you cross a border and all of a sudden it's like, you're almost like scared to wear a mask because <laughs> you're like, people are going to get like angry at me because <laughs> by that time they're, yeah, the that, rhetoric. Was, that was a really weird thing that happened. Yeah. Man. It was so politicized that like you're, if you like wore a mask, people were like, Oh, you're like a, <laughs> you're a sheep. <laughs> and you want to know something else, dude? I've noticed it's kind of died down a little bit. 
like if I'm in Parkersburg mm-hmm. and I wear a mask, I feel like I'm not going to be as berated as much as I would have been if I did it in 2021. Oh, it was still hot in 2020. Like in 2021, it was like making a statement yeah. and like not wearing a mask was like making a statement. And I remember I used to like, I used to like stare people down for not wearing masks places. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how it, uh, sort of evolved. Yeah, I know. Um, so when, when, uh, the brewery opened back up in Athens, when Jackie O's started opening back up, I, again, I was like the mask police and, um, most people were really chill about it cause it's Athens and they were sort of on board with like, yeah, let's not spread this. And like, let's try to be responsible public health, yada, yada. And, uh, but then there were a couple cases, uh, this one guy. So the rules were this, if you were at your table, you had your mask off and you could drink and it was all outdoors. Cause this was like late spring and through the summer. So it was all outdoors yeah. open air and, um, you could have your mask off at your table. But then if you got up to like go to the bathroom or to walk through everybody else to leave, you had to put your mask on. Um, yeah, I remember that. and we can talk about how much it really helps or whatever, but I'm not interested in that. It's I, like, I was there to just like, <laughs> you know, pretty much enforce it enforce it and um i remember this guy got a phone call as a guy i've like talked to like and seen there you know and he got a phone call and so he was like oh and he like stood up and got up and kept talking i mean i'm a pacer when i'm on the phone i like to walk around and um so i understand it and everything and but he didn't have his mask on and he was like talking and i was like yo 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 i was like sorry like i don't want to interrupt your phone call but could you just like throw your mask on or just like just walk beyond the property and like talk out there like in the lot and he got like super angry for a second like he like lost it and he's like seriously and i was like dog like i look man like it's posted i told you i have to tell everybody the rules when they get here um you know the rules and he was like so mad and i remember by that time i was pretty like used to it so i was like I was like, okay, you can go drink somewhere else if you want. And like, not even to be, not even to be an ass, but just because like, I'm like, dude, I can't deal with this. Um, yeah. And I remember his face like kind of changed and he was like, he's like, oh man, he's like, I'm sorry. I lost it. I lost my cool. And he's like, you're right. You like told me the rules and everything. I know you don't make the rules, everything like that. And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, um, and he, I think he just like, went a lot for a minute and he came back. Um, yeah. If you yell at people across the counter, if you yell at the people working at a bar, Oh, never a good move. You should, yeah. You should reevaluate a little bit. There's, there's another it's lady, man. Idea. She completely lost it. And like, she was like screaming, I believe it, cussing, man. like, <laughs> and I didn't even, I wasn't even mean or anything. I was just like, she like went up to order and I remember I was like, Hey, just can you, uh, like put your mask on when you go up to order? And she made a huge deal about it. Made like my coworker cry. She was like calling her names and stuff. And so we kicked him out. (laughs) You know what I think it is? I think it's, it's people who get so enraged because they're like you said, quote unquote, chronically online. Maybe they're watching the news. They're getting fueled up and they're, they're taking one or one side or the other about it. Yeah. And they're getting so fueled up and they don't have like an outlet 
for how angry they're like allowing themselves to get about it or how opinionated they're allowing themselves to get about it. Mm -hmm. And so the first person that challenges them, then they want to fight because they're just like absorbing all of this crap Mm -hmm. online or over the TV or whatever. Yeah. And then take it out on you because you're just, you know, you're the big evil person behind the screen who's (laughs) forcing them to, you know, wear the muzzle. Yeah. The muzzle, the yoke. I remember I was like, (laughs) uh, there's this movie, uh, um, oh my God, what's it called? Burn after reading. (laughs) Where I remember this dude, like it's a, it's a convoluted, like movie. It's a farce. And, uh, this guy who works at the gym, he ends up breaking into this other dude's house and the gym's called hard bodies. And the dude sees him breaking in. And he goes like, you're that guy from hard. You're that guy from the gym. And the dude breaking in, he goes, I'm not here representing hard bodies. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'm not here representing the deep state. <laughs> I'm just like, I just work at the bar, dude. Like chill. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, it felt like, it sucked because like, obviously I wasn't paid a ton. Like I was a freaking host at, at a, a tap room, you know? And a lot of people just like me in the same situation who weren't like, <laughs> weren't making a bunch of money and weren't even making the rules, Yeah, but had to enforce them or, or whatever. Like, I'm sure there are so many worse stories of people getting like berated or like oh, assaulted yeah. or whatever yeah. on the job. Like it sucks, dude. And, and, and I wanted to say too, um, I agree with you that like, I'm certain that the anger is a symptom of like the isolation and the being online and, and always being like divided by the news. Um, and like the media in general, but also like there really was like so much misinformation and disinformation, like. I remember like the story would change every week at the beginning as we were figuring it out. So there's misinformation mm-hmm. and then there's like conflicting opinions. So whatever you believe is true, whichever side you take, like there's always an alternative narrative. So there's disinformation from somewhere and like wherever you believed yeah. that was coming from, like uh, you were like prone to get tribal about it. Yeah, man. And it was, it was really dangerous at the time too. I remember like, I mean, crime, different types of crime were just like skyrocketing. Hate crimes were skyrocketing and the news was just crazy. I, I remember I I listened to this um, podcast from these people who were in Germany mm-hmm. pretty religiously and they would cover the like what was going on in the news and what was going on with the pandemic and everything pretty, you know, pretty frequently, but they would always talk about what's happening in the U S and how it just blew them away. Yeah. The theatrics of everything, because I mean, remember this was, this was 2020. This was when the, the Donald Trump, um, election was. Yeah. I think this also was, this was when the, it, the presidential election was, it was so crazy. I think he got COVID like a week before the election as well. Yeah. It was like a, yeah. You're talking about history. Like this is like history in the making. Like when the pandemic broke out, dude, yeah. It continued to be. Like that whole year was weird. So it was like a carnival. I mean, yeah. the US was like this 
carnival that was going on. And everyone, <laughs> everyone in the world was watching, was watching it. It was oh, insane. God. And I remember too, it was kind of funny because <sighs> the German elections had just happened. And mm-hmm. it showed, you know, side by side of what happened when, um, oh man, I can't even remember. Joe Biden won. I can't even remember. His name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brandon, Darth Brandon won. Yeah. Um, <laughs> showed his ceremony with the fireworks and Lady Gaga was there and he was running down the street and, <laughs> and they had gospel choirs going and, and, and explosions in the street and protesters and counter protesters. And, and it was just crazy. And then they showed the, the election of when, you know, Angela Merkel resigned and, and, uh, Joseph Schultz came in and he got up on the pedestal and he was like, hello, like, thank you for electing me. Goodbye. <laughs> like, pretty much. It was just like <laughs> time for straightforward, lunch. no drama. <laughs> it's, uh, it was crazy. And, um, you know, it was, you know, another thing that kind of blew my mind speaking of COVID and, and all of this stuff mm-hmm. was, man, I'll tell you what the place to be. New Zealand. Do you remember that? I mean, yeah, they were like, they just like, they were open. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, it's, it's so, it's easy to understand. They're just this little Island and, uh, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. (laughs) I was like so jealous. (laughs) Yeah. They shut their borders down really fast. And then it was like, I mean, Everybody was just shutting down. It was just getting to the point where America was taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. And they had um, kind of shut everything down. And uh, yeah, New Zealand was like opening back up and they had like a music festival there, <laughs> but they weren't letting anybody in. I think that's what it was. If you were out in New Zealand, you were pretty much oh, you're out. kind of locked out. Yep. So, I mean, that's a way to handle it for sure. My computer just made a noise. There's a whole other aspect of, uh, there's an entire other aspect of COVID happening that we didn't even talk about that I didn't even think of until now was how the government's kind of handled it. Mm, Right, right. We started to talk And we don't have to get, yeah. Yeah. We don't have to get too deep in, too deep into that. But, um, yeah, I remember, uh, reading about, you know, some different things that they had done around the world. Um, the way that they had kind of combated this loss in jobs. I know that the only one that I really have been really up to date on was because of this podcast I was listening to how in Germany they had. Uh, like in Berlin specifically, they did rent caps, couldn't increase the rent through the pandemic. And they actually had a, uh, a system where if you lost your job, if you got laid off during the pandemic, you would receive the, uh, like a, your salary. Whoa. You would, you would continue to receive what you were making after you had lost the job. Yeah. And it was provided by the government. I don't remember how they had uh, equalized that system, but I do remember that being a thing and it had made it a lot easier for a lot of people. And, you know, you you compare that to um, 
the fourteen hundred dollars they send everybody once. Yeah. <laughs> US. Well, we got we got actually really good. Uh, we got really good unemployment like bonus like additional unemployment money and stuff um through the pandemic which i was on that for for some months um and it was really nice really yeah um it was like the first it was kind of almost the same thing yeah it was like one of the it's like the only freaking time in this country i've (laughs) i've benefited from like a social program you know um Mm. of course i've spent like you know literal finite like months in Europe and immediately experienced social benefits like of their economic organization and everything like, like say in healthcare, for example, I have a lot of stories like that where it was just super easy and like, yeah. Um, and then like my whole life in America, I never really experienced that sort of equity. You know, it's always been like just right. watching the wealth gap grow <laughs> from, from the bottom And like, I remember getting like the unemployment. I was like, man, this is great. And it was something like, it was something like child poverty, like was the lowest ever (laughs) because of COVID. Like, because people were getting (laughs) like there, because there was a new like social program that was actually like well-funded and like well-conceived and everything. It was like the, it's like the best thing that's ever happened to this country, like as far as social programs. And do you know the specifics behind it? Um, I can't really remember. So, um, I don't remember how much you got. Um, but like what was different about it compared to regular unemployment? God, dude, Maybe well, there's no cap. it was a lot easier to get. So like, yeah. you didn't have to jump through a bunch of hoops because they realized, right pretty much everyone got laid off. So they were like, we just, it yeah. was like a separate website. And all you had to say was like, I got laid off. This is my company. And I got laid off because of COVID. And they had all of that data. So they had all of the data of like, these are the places that, you know, where people were non-essential or whatever um, that got laid yeah. off. So it was just, you didn't have to do backflips to get help which is like a new thing <laughs> for which was a new thing for a lot of people in this country. Um, sadly. Uh, but it's a good thing at the time for sure. I remember there's a lot of complaining um, from like sort of the, the capital owning class where it was like, Oh, like people aren't going to work cause they're like, <laughs> they're getting paid to just sit around and like, let's get them back in. And so essentially yeah, it's always been like that. Yeah. And, the, and it, I mean, it's gotten, it's gotten back to that pretty much, but like for the large part, but no, it was like, it was a very good thing amid all the other horrible things. And we did handle it really poorly overall. A lot of people died. Um, but you know, this, this program, it was like a glimpse. It was like, man, we could like be humane to like the working class here. If we, you know, if we had (laughs) what a concept. Yeah. Um, it's just COVID had to be the, the fire under the, the butts <laughs> of the, the legislators, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was one pretty good thing, but it was real good, man. Yeah, I mean, like, we could, I survived. Off we could, we could bit. go on on the other side of the bad. You what? I, I was just saying, man, I survived off of that. Like that, like yeah, <laughs> that put food in my stomach for real. Um, nice 
Yeah, man, I didn't even know that. Honestly, I, I completely had no idea. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, and you're right. I mean, overall we fumbled it over here. I, I specifically remember, I remember before COVID being abroad and being kind of like, uh, like almost em- embarrassed of my Americanness <laughs> because of the cir- the circus was already there, but like yeah. that was definitely amplified through COVID. Like I was like, man, yeah. look at us, yeah. <laughs> look at us go, and er- yeah. and we I'm like, <laughs> yeah. we can't like hide it. Like it's not like everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, but but that's the thing too is that everybody kind of knows what had happened. I think there's more to be said about what it was like to be somebody during COVID than there is about how everybody handled it. Cause it's, it's, I mean, it's common knowledge at this point. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think, uh, I think we should wrap it up and, you know, I'm going to go home and get some food in me. I can't, can't really think anymore to be honest yeah i hear that i gotta get back to my my busy week <laughs> but it's been nice yeah. talking man I w- it's raining outside oh it's nice and sunny here maybe i'll go for a walk i i will say dude it's nice to be on the other end of covid and it felt like it felt like i was in a therapy session just now kind of revisiting the covid years <laughs> Honestly, man. that felt like yeah man revisiting trauma you know like <laughs> It's crazy. Literally, no, it actually was. I've got that, you know, lethargic feeling you get after you kind of dish it out. You kind of spill all your guts. Yeah. I. It makes me but, want to um, talk about yeah, it. We're more. finally on the other side. We are. We are. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. And honestly, I was thinking about even going on more about it, but we've already been talking for a while. And uh, yeah, I think we'll save anything else for another episode. I'm sure there's you know, there's so much more to talk about in the, in regards to this, yeah. but. And yeah. I know like at a certain point you start rehashing the same right. stuff. I, I think what it is, is like, just like with Tony, as we have guests, we'll probably hear more COVID stories related to like traveling. Right. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, It was different for everybody. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right, Sean, you go get you some food. Um, Actually, I need to do the same. And yeah, again, maybe take a walk, but. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you. See you next week. See you next week, everybody.